When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Jordana. How are you? What's going on? You got a big life moment going on. Yeah, I'm big, big life moments for both of us this month. A lot of life moments. Yes. Today, today's episode is a life moment episode. It's all coming together for us. Our dreams are coming true. Finally. Yes. <laughs> the special's out. The special. Um, if you're out there. It's out there. It's yes. on Netflix. You can click on it right now. You could watch it right now at work or wherever you are on your phone. Exactly. And Jared is just waiting for all your positive feedback. That's all I want to hear. Yes. I, want, oh, I want you to really put that feedback all over my face. You know, I just want. <laughs> well, it, it's first of all, it's released all over the world. The world globally. I'm a global sensation. Amazing. So if. So if we know anyone in any other country, it's right. available there. It's available. Amazing. You couldn't do I wasn't a, sure. I was going to ask you about that. that. I actually asked because you couldn't do a reminder in other countries, but you can. It is on in other countries. Amazing. So it's Australia. International inter, superstar. That's right. Well, we hope. Yes. That's where you come in, listener. Uh, you know, Jane listener, Joe listener, you know, whatever. You... If you could go, just watch it. Someone messaged me today. Put it on your story. Put it on your story. Share. Let a friend know. The bits that were relatable to you, tell your friend. Go, hey, go to this minute. You know, I, I someone messaged me today that they they watched Fortune Feimster's special. Mm -hmm. this is, and who was a guest on our podcast. Yes. I would love to have the type of success that Fortune has had from their special. Like, I, I think Fortune, you know, has gone to the next level of stand-up, doing theaters, all that stuff. And they said that Fortune was saying, just watch for two minutes because that gets me the play. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if this is true. This is a, a, a DM I got that I guess Fortune was saying, if you let it run for two minutes, then I get the credit, so okay. to speak. Um, and then the person was saying that they ended up watching the whole thing because it made it more edible. Well, it's like working out, right? Right. Work. If you if you say I'm gonna I'm gonna walk for ten minutes, you wind up walking for longer, right? Because you're having a good time, just like when you watch the special. Yes, I would say get if if I was to, the, the the audience that likes this show, I would say the first ten minutes. The whole thing's great. I know the whole thing. I agree. I, <laughs> my mom and I agree okay. that it's great, but I would say. You know, as far as dating material is concerned, the first 10 minutes, it all it's all tied together in one kind of subject. And then I would say the ending, if you're into body issue stuff, like there is all kind of worked into the endings, ending stuff. So there's something for everyone. But yes. I, again, 
that two minute thing, when, when they said that to me, I was like, ah, I don't know. I don't like to say that because I think the whole thing is, I made the whole thing for a reason. Right. Um, but yeah, if, you, if, you're, if you're like, I don't know, just hit play and have it on in the background. Come on. Come on, I'm begging just you. Just do it. Just do it. Sorry. Please, please, please help me. No. No. It's Share. Gonna, you're gonna, it's going to be incredible. There's a exchange of goods for services. I think it is a good product and you are going to enjoy it and so will your friends and family and coworkers and brothers and sisters and mamas and papas and anyone who wants a laugh. Yeah. That's it, really what it's all about. It's out. If you're a subscriber, you're, you're hearing it, day it comes out. If you're not, you better already have watched right. it. Right. Get, get on it. I'm hearing about watch parties. I... I don't know. We got to discuss what I should do. I got to do something. Got to do a party of some sort. I got a party. I yeah. like to party. You do. I'm a party guy. Partay. Two martinis. Watch it here. Should we have the a Betch's office? HQ. We should. At 3 a.m. Yeah, this isn't open to the public though. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't Google the office. I, they are. I think you can find the office. I offices. think you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we should. <laughs> I, I don't know how. It's too late if you're a subscriber. Right. <laughs> Jordana, you got big life stuff. So again, watch a special 37 single. Check share it out. It. Yeah. Well, how please, is, please, please. How is your, also, I mean, my big news is that I closed on my house. Congratulations. Thank you. Huge moment. Thank you. And I'm moving tomorrow. Um, fi the final, the last move, my brother was like, you need to get an overnight shipped last move shirt. I mean, um, whatever moving, con roadway moving, who, who are you using? Using oh, piece of cake. Piece of cake moving. Yeah, yeah. They should bring you out like on one of those Cleopatra <laughs> right? chairs, like yeah. all those people. I want to be you. on horses. Yeah. Yes. I, I, uh, how do you feel more? Do you feel closer to Mike? You own something together. Yes. Like I would say that owning a home together is more of a commitment than marriage to me. Um, in some ways, I think it's like a big part of the, of, of the commitment. I would say it definitely was like, Oh my God, we have a house! Like, and then you get the list of all the people. Old from, AF. You get the <laughs> well that, and then you get a list of like all the people that you need to call to like maintain the house. And you're like, oh, this is going to be expensive. Right, we're on our own now. <laughs> right, we're there's no super. It, it does feel like that. Like we've just like embarked on this adventure, and I feel like there's going to be a lot happening, and it's going to be. I think it's going to be great for us, but it's also going to be like an interesting test of like how we divide responsibilities because there's going to be a lot more than when you're in an apartment. It, there's things to do and you you kind of just like, you know, you start to understand the minute you own a place that so you go, oh, I understand why people take years and years to like feel like it's finished. Totally. You yeah. know, like they attack one room at a time. It's when they have some extra money, you know, like when, the, you know, you don't, just, you know, I remember growing up my house, like all of a sudden my parents like, we're doing a sunroom and it's like, when was this on the maybe you know right. the sunroom was they don't on tell the you about the finances of that. Right. right and what went into the decision making and why now versus when you first moved in and you know homes evolve over the years and yeah. it's exciting this is cool I'm excited I'm nervous um and I think it's going to be fun I think I mean you got a pool I have a pool yes Did all the betches get pools we all have pools. All yes. three. Yes, we like we like swimming. We, I guess I, three was, was, swimmers. I, yeah. I, I thought that was a very yeah. interesting thing that all three of you were like, gotta have a pool. You know, I had it's a pool not like we live in Florida. I had a pool growing up. You did? Yeah. Also okay. on Long Island, I had a pool growing up, and um, it's like to me and Mike had a pool also growing up. Really? Long Is Island, everyone, what's going on? Pools, I guess. 
I had no, I didn't have a pool. Well, wow, that sucks for you. A Massachusetts, peasant. You're a little more north. You were from a little more north. Yeah, it just my grandparents had a pool. Okay, so you and had a pool. We used to go there Sundays, and it was this pool with a diving board, which would like you're not really allowed to have anymore. They had a diving board. You're not allowed to have diving boards anymore. I think it got phased out. Like I, I, too many injuries. We had. I mean, literally once a month, you'd have someone come up from the bottom of the pool bloody nose because oh, they wow. like okay that's a good reason to pool. get rid of the diving board <laughs> yeah we were just like I'm, i have a lot of uh memories of going to, to my grandparents well, that's pool. the thing about pools is i feel like they're when i think of like the happy childhood memories that i have a lot of them are in and around the pool like right. with my siblings with my friends with my like it just feels like it's a nice way to like have people over yeah and it's it's funny because my pool, I feel like, was not that well maintained because my family, again, was like chaotic and yeah. whatever. So it's it's my chance to do the pool right, heat the pool, make sure that was it's, it never heated. My I no. Oh my god! It was like dirty and not heated, but like we had like we had fun. Yeah. Um. Or maybe that was post. It was our I don't pool. Know. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it is. It's funny. It's like you know you got to. And Mike's like, we're not even gonna need a pool guy. Like I'm gonna take care of the pool. I'm like, okay, there, we'll see. Oh my we'll god. We'll see. He. I mean, I. He's starting. He's funny. He's starting with all that shit. Like we don't even need a guy for that. Like I'll do it. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. You haven't done shit. What and, would he? <laughs> in what world does he have pool? Like he he's gonna get he a, had a pool growing up. He's like, I'm gonna ask my dad. I'm like, okay, good luck. <laughs> Well, this is going to be fun to watch. Yeah, that's what I said. I, yeah. just, he's, he's, he's making a lot of bold claims as we move into this house. Uh, yeah, look, I've been there. That I, uh, yeah, I don't I'm going to redo the closets. Out. I'm going to... He's like, well, know, buy a snow... We'll buy like a, a snowblower. I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Your back, you say your back hurts every other day. <laughs> this is great. I want to I want a live stream. Of uh, uh, Mike uh, trying to do handiwork? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the mic cam. Great. I'm gonna. I will. I'll send it to you personally. I love it. Um, well, this is great. This is fantastic. Yeah. Um, I'm. Ho do I look tired? I'm, I have been no. crisscrossing this great nation of ours. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask you about your trip to L.A. and then your trip back to New York and then your trip back to L.A. again, which I don't think anyone does. I don't know. No I've one, never heard of anyone doing that. Here's the thing. I want to go. I want the special to go. I want everyone to listen or to watch it. So. I'm trying to get on all these podcasts to try and, you know, promote the, the 37 and single on Netflix right now. Um, So I was like, it's just, I blame LA people for what I did. Okay. Well, basically. They're not here, so we might as well. Right. Well, LA people are these, they, if you try to make a plan with them, they're like, well, when are you in town? LA, no. The LA, no. Yeah. So to avoid you the LA, him. no. You just flew right in. I said, I'll be there. Like it was like right. next door. Okay. So like anytime in LA podcast, I'll go, I'll be there from, uh, you know, Thursday to the next Friday. How many podcasts did you weasel your way onto? I weaseled, um, <laughs> I think, seven different shows. Oh, wow. I'm doing a bunch here. I'm doing a bunch on Zoom. I, I have not working shut man the fuck in America. up. I was like, I, why? I'm going to stop now. You know, like yeah. I'm going to not you know, put in the work now. Like I could have, some people were like, my parents were like, why don't you just like stop for a while now? You know, let You're nature like a, take its course. I was like, I'm fucking nature. You know, I'm like a, a doctor in <laughs> April, 2020. That's right. <laughs> One in the same. This is your time. This is my time. I'm a frontline worker. Can't take your foot off the, the pedal now. I really couldn't. So I went and, so I went to LA, did some podcasts, came back because the comedy seller did a live stream into regal cinemas 
That's cool. Which is pretty cool. Is that their way of coming, getting back at the AMC Nicole Kidman thing? I. <laughs> we trying to get her? Is that is that a? I don't know. They would no, not get back, but like she had, like she was promoting AMC. It was like oh. a whole funny viral thing where she had this like awkward promotion. She of, has a thing at the beginning of the movies that yeah. it's like, "Welcome Thank you for coming to the, to the cinemas," right? In her, like Australian accent, and then everyone made fun of her for that. But yeah. Regal's probably like, "We need our own." Right. Um, we need Jared. Yeah. Yelling at us, Jared Kidman. <laughs> Jared Kidman, that's me. Yeah. Um, no, they did this like you could go on to a cinema on a Saturday night at eight, and it was a live show. Oh, cool! Oh, you could like buy tickets to see the show, right? Cool. So I, I and I agreed to do it before the special was happening. Now's a good time to be uh, in the cinemas with the with the Barbie Oppenheimer thing. That's the thing. They were like, yeah. you know, cinemas are just looking to get people back. And this is a live event. And if you know the seller, like, okay, you're going to get a showcase show. So I did it. And then I woke up the next day, flew back to LA, did a bunch of podcasts again. And then I took the red eye to make it here. To make it here. Of course. Wow. This is my, this is my, uh, this is our baby. Yes. I got to tend to it. I got to make sure that our TLC. listeners come first. Of course. No matter, doesn't. No matter how many specials you have, you'll be here. I'll always be here. Yes. Talking about your dating issues. Exactly. <laughs> That's the kind of dedication that you have. That's right. I want to be in, so I took the red eye. The red eye is such a stupid fuck. It, I don't. Delta one? No. Oh, wow. No, 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 no. I was in Delta comfy. You were in Delta comfy. Sitting upright. Upright. Like a, like a plebe. It was really embarrassing. Oh. I have a Netflix special. Do they know? I did you tell Be the... I should have let them know. Do your parents do that embarrassing thing where they like tell people, like strangers that you... Do my have... parents do embarrassing things? <laughs> Is that a question? You Are know, you like... out of your fucking mind? Have you heard my... You've met my parents. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, they are But loud. they also seem cool. Like my, cool. Dad, like my dad will tell like if he goes a nurse at a doctor's office, like they all know what I do. It's very I, embarrassing. I... I, I I think it's the problem with doing something different too, and then it, when it's successful, right? You know, your parents want to brag on you, and also yeah. it's something to talk about. So, like, I'm sure your dad ever heard of Betches? Actually, I'm sure though, that's yes. the, that's the move. So my mom does that about Betches. Oh yeah, my mom. Her opening isn't ever heard of Jared, Jared. Freed. <laughs> it's ever heard of Betches. Oh wow, I love that. So she does okay. that a lot. Um, you know, she, he's a comedian. She tell you like know, the waiters. At everybody, the everybody, yeah. everybody. It is. Um, it feels like ants are underneath my skin every time she does it. Yeah. And again, it comes from like the best of places. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I have it all over the place. Like I had, I, I had, um, I went on a date and I'm walking into the restaurant and this one woman just goes, literally, I walk into the restaurant. Open the door, shut it. This woman is obviously drunk. And she goes, Jared Freed! Oh, my God. I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> I, I I froze. And I got, and she screamed. I'm not screaming like I'm screaming. I usually scream. This is the, That's exactly the, the volume. What did she say after that? And, I, and she goes, oh, my God! And, like, literally now people at the bar, like, it's a... It, Are looking it, at you. It's Emmett's. You ever been to Emmett's on Grove? No. I think Emmett's great restaurant. Plug City. Plug City. Let's take a trip in Plug City. They have a pigs in a blanket. I don't know how you could do a bad pigs, pigs in a blanket, blanket at a restaurant. Interesting. This it's like a high-end pigs no in a blanket. No one loves pig in a blanket 
pigs in a blanket more than like men in their thirties. Uh, or some something like you're the, right. The idea of pigs in a blanket. Uh, every man is like every wedding we go. Do you think there's gonna be pigs in a blanket? Every event, like that's just like <laughs> a that weird. Mike say that? Yeah, I, and, but all his friends also. There's just like a weird obsession with pigs in a blanket. Whereas I think they're like fine. Like I'll have one, but I'm not like thinking about it so, all day. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm thinking about it all day. Yeah. My dad's birthday is 65th. They had high end pigs in a blanket. They thing. had like little big ones. Like you had multiple bites. Like a hot dog? Isn't it a- was a legit like. Isn't that a big one? It was a big, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hot dog and a filo dough. No, it was like a big pig in a blanket. And like my dad didn't stop talking about it. I yeah. don't think it's guys. I think it's guys it's in general. It's a man thing. Maybe it's not a 30s thing. Right. And no, they have them at Emmett's on Grow. And they have a good like thin crust pizza, a cracker pizza. Okay. Sounds good. Great spot. Good bar in the front. So I walk in, but this bar in the front, there's steps that are like risen when you walk in. So I'm basically on stage. Jared Freed! And I'm like, and I'm like, and then, you know, you get in this position where it's like, I don't think that highly of myself. Like I, all I think about when I hear that is someone in the bar going, who the fuck is it? Fuck him. You know, like whatever. And they were incredibly nice. It was like a whole group. That, and they literally looked at me. They're like, Netflix, August 15th. Oh, wow. I was like, I'm doing a good job. There you are. Yeah, that's how this. you know your promo is working. Right. right. They knew the date, yeah. which is like the greatest compliment in the world. So you I'm can't ba- be like, oh, get away from me. You know, like. What's the, I feel like, you know, in movies when there's the scene when the guy walks in and then everyone just does like the slow clap. Right. <laughs> That's me at Sedell's, just a bunch of Jews. <laughs> and then it gets louder. Yeah, and yeah, was, yeah. And that's like the last scene of the movie. Right. Everyone like puts their hat on the table. <laughs> that's, that's me. Yeah, that, that, that's what happens to me around New York. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I, I, I mean, in that scenario, like I don't, you know, comics don't like telling people they do comedy because it's a media conversation. You know, I'm right. sure, have you ever like had someone ask you what you do? I mean, have you ever? I work for a media company. Right, you don't yeah. tell people. Yeah. And and that's an easier convert. Oh, cool. Nice to meet you. Yeah. That's you said. Cuz if you said I'm the 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 founder of Betches Media, it would be a different Well, yeah, and honestly like most people who are out of our demographic, not everyone knows what that is. And right. then, like the last thing I want to do is start explaining what that is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally the last if I'm getting like a haircut or anything and someone's like, "Well, what do you do?" and I'm just like, "I, I work for media." Right. What kind of media? Women's media. <laughs> Women's things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, hearing your mom explain what you do is nails on a chalkboard. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't to think anyone. there's anything more cringy. horrific yeah. than hearing. I mean, back before, like, my mom would, she'd be like, he's a writer, does writing, you know. <laughs> he's a writer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and that was like, the, and then I'd have to take over. Right. Now, oh. now you have a now you have a special now. Yeah, Jared Netflix freed. I'm That's interested. Right. Well, how is she? Gonna, is she going to say you're a comedian now? Now she's proud to say you're. A comedian. I, I think <laughs> she's been better about that in recent years. Um, yeah, it's uh, well. Again, she'll go. You know, batches like that'll be a, right. an immediate thing. But Aww. yeah, so it's uh, it's happening. It's out there. It's going to be great. Maybe today we have all these new listeners. Yeah, you know, if you're listening because you saw the special, welcome. Right. Should we explain the podcast? Every week we talk about the special. (laughs) (laughs) We jump right in for about 30 minutes of special talk. And (laughs) uh, No, I mean, if you're new here because you saw the special and you wanted to find out more about the things. I mean, that's the other thing. That's the exciting part is that someone could go, 
I've always thought this. Like the reason I've always done things on the internet and put things out there for, you know, free, you know, in an internet way, it was someone could be like, oh, I saw this guy on a show. Let me see what else he has. And then be like, wow, this guy never shuts the fuck up. You yeah. know, like, so like if you're new here, we talk about modern dating. Um, we talk about the male female perspective on modern dating. It is a place where that we've always said is a place that a comfortable place to have uncomfortable conversations. We're going to talk about everything dating wise. If you have an email for the podcast, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. We also have a, uh, we have a, uh, we, you can call. Yeah, you can call us. We haven't announced, we haven't said the phone number in a bit. Let's do it now. 212-589-8903. You can call with any dating scenario and we'll unpack it. Yeah. I mean, my, my hope is, is a little bit, you know, when I think about like Netflix and comedy special, maybe we'll get some more, you know, male listeners that are like, oh, I want to get the into what emails, the, yeah. right, the mail emails. We want to encourage them to kind of get involved. Send it in. We'll be here solving dating every week. Every week. And I'm on the road. If you're out there, I'm coming to Raleigh this weekend. I'll be there right away. Oh, wow. Let's get going. New, new Fresh hour. Fresh off the special. Fresh off the special. <laughs> I got t-shirts. Uh, fresh off the special, um, it's a whole new hour. I might still do the X bit just because people seem to like telling me they're X. Yeah. I, I think if, I, I, might, I won't do the bit maybe. I might just at the end, like if you want to, because if people still want to do that. But it's a whole new hour. It's all about my the family. Whole, the whole family. The whole, What's it called again? The it, it, we called it the family business tour, but. People kept going as your family on stage with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just, uh, it's an all new hour of stand up. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> Raleigh, Lexington. Um, let me make sure I get all these out here. Um, Raleigh, Lexington, Colchester, Connecticut. I'm doing a show at a vineyard and winery. So, listen, Netflix special straight to the outdoor shows. Um, Providence, Rhode Island, Atlanta, Huntington, Lo Huntington Long Island. I'll be there. Jordana will be there. Huntington, Long Island. It's starting to pick up a little bit, but I'm, that's the one I'm interested to see what happens with the special. Okay. Well, however many tickets are left, we're going to get them all. All of them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Huntington, Long, Long Island. And we're going to go to Jordana's pool after the show. <laughs> uh, Seattle, Washington, Charlotte, uh, Philly, D.C., Baltimore. And then I've added, uh, I don't know if I'm saying this right, Dania, D Dania, Dania Beach, Florida. Is that how you say it? Dania? I always thought it was just Dana Beach. Dana Beach. Oh, you're probably right. Is it? I don't know. It wasn't spelled I didn't like even Dana? know. It was, I've never heard of this town. Anyone know? It, it, oh, it? there is? Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Oh, there's maybe Dana Point. Maybe, maybe that's it. I'm maybe it's Dana Point. Dania. Is that? No. Everyone said no. It's right. near Fort Lauderdale. It's, it's. Oh, I thought it was in California. Dania Beach? Oh, it's in. It was, okay. This is. This, okay. this is. I'm thinking of the wrong thing. Ignore everything I just said. <laughs> Dania. 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 Oh, my God. I've never sounded more Jew that it's moved to Florida. Like, like D-A-N-Y-A. Dania. Like <laughs> Go to Dania Beach. Dania. Okay. I, uh, so that's near like Fort Lauderdale area. So it's like, uh, yeah, whatever. Phoenix, <laughs> San Diego, and Boston. Seattle, if you're out there, I mentioned Seattle. It's almost sold out. So Ooh. that's right. Might be sold out by the time you you, you hear this. Who that's knows? right. That's that Netflix bump. Seattle. Seattle. Nice. I love Seattle. Huge fan. I have I want to go back. I only went for like one day during our tour in 2019. It's a you need a couple days there. I think so. Um yeah. it's a beautiful town. Goonies. 
I don't know. Sleepless I, I, in Seattle. Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless in Red Eye for me. Yeah. Um, I mean, you live on, on Delta Airlines. <laughs> and they're not doing enough. If I'm going to be honest. Wow. How? Who what is the opposite more, of Plug City? <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, this is the opposite. Who has more miles than me? Every time no I one. don't get upgraded, I go, who, where, where are you going? I want to like go up to the person who got upgraded ahead of me and go, where are you going? Here's where are you going? There's like someone who flies more than you with as much, either for work or for not, I guess, right below trying to figure out the private plane and that person's getting upgraded all the time. So they're almost a private plane level mm -hmm. is what you're saying. Right. They're like, I right. should, they're it like would make more sense. They're like first class everywhere. They're buying right. the first class ticket. That piece of shit. Find them. <laughs> Oversharing, I've been listening a lot. Check it out. We're going to be, uh, you're on the episode that is out today. So if you haven't listened to it yet, we are, you are on the episode. We're doing Triggered with Jared because that's it, your favorite segment. I love that segment. I, 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 if someone hates me, they're really going to hate me this yeah, week because I'm on that. every podcast. Well, <laughs> and if someone loves you, it is your lucky week. It is a big Jared week. Yes. Um, yeah. No, no, no. I love coming on. It's, it's, and, and Dr. Naomi loves you. We all, we all love you. I, I listen to that podcast. It is so, your podcast, so soothing. Oh, thank you. You guys, you were talking about, I I, I was listening on my whole flight. I was, uh, it was like an oversharing marathon for me. What were we talking about? Uh, her vacation. Oh, yeah. She went Seeing to Colorado. the stars and shit. The stars. <laughs> she planned it without knowing yeah. how to plan it. It was a vacation I would never take. <laughs> You glamping? <laughs> glamping. Regular camping? I don't know what With they kids? Yeah. Oy. I can't imagine. Well, she was saying, like, I guess vacations when you have kids, it really adds up because you got to buy them each a ticket for everything and they don't they don't uh, work. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a ticket, you know, these they're not, kids they're aren't not working back. these days. They're yeah. Just, I mean, that's the weird thing about having kids, I guess. You're just like, you pay for all their shit and it's never like. What are you paying for? Right. What are, What do you contribute here? Right. <laughs> Especially if they're not cute. I know. Oh, the horror. Yeah. They're really sucking the life out of the house. Yeah. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows are you ready to shop rakuten's big give week is back get 15 percent cash back at hundreds of stores including headliners ulta fenty beauty levi's adidas and so much more Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. 
Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Let's get, let's get to the emails. Speaking of people who are, um, you know, <laughs> tough to live with, let's so, get to this first email, yeah. This email, I think, is funny. I'm interested it, to hear your take. Yeah, because yeah. it is it is funny to me that they were like, I'll go to us for this. I have thoughts. Go ahead. No, I definitely have thoughts. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone would ask for your fucking opinion on this. Um, all right. JRJ and J, longtime listener and huge fan of the pod. I have a question for you. What are your thoughts on cursing at your significant other when you're getting into heated arguments? Acceptable or nah? <clears throat> Context, my significant other and I got into a huge argument and they called me a bitch and an asshole in addition to telling me to fuck off and saying fuck you, etc. In my eyes, I don't believe you, I hope no one's listening with their kids in the car. In my right. eyes, I don't believe you should speak to someone you supposedly love in that way. While we can be passionate about things we argue about, it seems a bit below the belt to curse at your significant other. I think it's disrespectful, but maybe I'm old fashioned. <laughs> Curious to hear your thoughts on this. Sincerely, big ol' C word. Whoa! I mean, that's another level too, right? Yeah. What now? We have to acknowledge like the danger of language going that way. Mm-hmm. Like if you're screaming, you know, obscenities at your partner, yeah. you're on the doorstep of like a very serious. In my, I, I guess I, I just want to make sure we yeah. acknowledge like the danger. Could be very much in a verbal verbal abuse. That's not, this sounds kind of verbally abusive to me, right? Yeah. And but it, you know. Because, again, I don't. Uh, we have to talk about this. Yes. So I, I'm just acknowledging that, like, if especially this person, if you don't feel safe, talk to people. Talk to people. Right. Talk to friends and family about this. I think sometimes people keep this a secret. Or if you're, yeah, if you're feeling belittled or right. like disrespected. Right, and it it just because what ends up happening is you get embarrassed that this is how you fight. Right. And now you that's I would think that's a road towards a very day. And I'm not an expert. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I understand. I empathize with the position of like, I'm not going to tell anybody like right. I, they're writing to us, which yeah. is easier than telling their parents and, that, right. and family that like, hey, this guy is being verbally abusive yeah. to me. And or, I've seen I mean, I've seen I've heard of seen couples where they're both saying that kind of shit to each other. Right. Well, that's yeah. that's where our conversation starts. Is, right. is, is kind of if we're going to talk about this, I just want to make sure, like, you know, and if we could give out like a phone line in the description that people can call. I am no expert in this mm-hmm. arena, but I just know that this is like a you know one of those slippery slopes that's not that big a slope. Right. So, but I would say like when they ask the question, um. You know, is who's it, is this okay or not? Yeah, I, I, you know, I go. I, I, everyone has different fighting styles, arguing styles. So, like, mm. I, I, not all "fuck you" is the same. That's fair. You know, that's like, fair. Depends on the, some of it. Depends on the context. Right. However, I, I do think that 
a name calling in that way to label the person as something. It is different to say you are acting bitchy mm. than you are a bitch to me okay. personally. And I'm talking about my own fighting style. Right. Um, do you, do you, have you ever sworn at Mike in that way? I've never. I, he gets mad if I call him mean. <laughs> like... <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Like, no, no, I get it. I get and it. And I, I do think that like psychological. You big meanie. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like, you're being so mean. And he's like, stop saying, I'm not being mean. Like, stop. Like, he doesn't like to be labeled as mean. Right. And I mean, sometimes I'm exaggerating and he's not really being mean. I'm just like, pay more attention. You're being mean. Whatever. Right. Oh, well, this is really funny. This is a side <laughs> note. I love the Marvel movies and I just did 17 hours in a Delta flight. Oh, wow. So I watched Guardians of the Galaxy like 17 times. There's a whole part in Guardians, the new Guardians in the Galaxy, the most recent one, where the, a dog can talk, and there's a whole kind of arc of one guy calling the dog a bad dog, and them getting really offended. The dog, the dog That's being like, "I'm not a bad, take it back." Right. You know, so it made me think of like acting you, bad. Right, yeah. right. You you calling mean? You know, like the dog being like, "No, tell me." Oh, I'm sorry. Right. Tell me I'm a good dog. You know, right. so it just made me remind yeah, no, me of funny. that, but. I think it's like, I think it's like, like you said, there is an element of context to this, mm -hmm. but I would not be okay with being like called, what does she say? And at like, right. They called me a bitch and an asshole. I wouldn't like that. I don't think personally. No, I, yeah. As if you fought like that. No, I'm not a, I'm not an arguer like that. I, right. I, I let me say, I don't you think just I am. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, yeah. yeah, I would just like, yeah. I, and then I, so I kind of thought about that when I read this email, because I'm like not an arguer. I think it's a very immature way of fighting. Of course. Yeah. But here, here's where I'm playing. I don't think devil's advocate, but it's a, it's a, it's an interesting, would you rather, would you rather have it out or nothing at all? You know, right. this is communication, you know, it, okay. it's done in a bad way. And again, not all fuck yous or you're a bitch is the same. Yeah. So, um, you know, like where I don't argue means I'm not communicating. So, like, would you rather me go, uh, you know, you're acting like a fucking piece of shit? Or would you rather me go, I'll put it in my head and I mean, neither, walk away with it? Neither, I would say neither good, of those right. are ideal. The ideal way is that you say your feelings in a calm way. Obviously, like, not everyone can do this, but is that you say how you're feeling in a calm and rational way and then don't put it as like a, as a character trait of the other person, which is again, why I think you're acting bitchy is different than you are a bitch. Or when you right. said that I felt like this, but and we're, it we're even talking about this in the most healthy way possible. Like right. when you're arguing, it is an argue, you know, like it is the most, it's very carnal heated, heated yeah. thing. Yeah. It's very like, you know, some, again, this is why, but yeah. I think you need to make sure that you maintain a level of respect in your relationship throughout the whole thing and that there are certain things that are just not acceptable. Well, that's the thing. You have to understand that. And everyone has their own line. Everyone has their own line of, of, of where they will, they think things are acceptable or unacceptable. I'm like, I'm very particular even about like tone. Right. I'm like, I don't like the the tone in which you're, you're, you're speaking to me. I've said, I've said that before. Right. Other people might not care or something like that. Well, I think that's what I was kind of thinking. Like, I think relationships have to have like their their own rules of the mm -hmm. of the roost, so to speak. Like, you know, right. when we fight, like I, I think when there has to be a discussion of like there. Ha I, I think for every argument, there has to be the post argument talk break. Yeah, the break, like the, the breakdown. Down, yeah, yeah. That, the, and, and I think in that breakdown, you have to say. 
You're, we're going, you have to accept you're going to argue. Right. Some, and I guess that's, that's where arguments become more healthy. Totally. Because if you accept arguments are going to happen. It's argued correctly. Yes. Right. I, if you argue in these ways, you're now crossing the line that I won't forget. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not victimless. I mean, I'm not blameless in myself in my early fighting fighting days with Mike, I've talked about like drinking and starting right. fights and bringing up issues while drinking. Mm-hmm. And that was a line that he drew. He's like, I'm not going to fight with you when you're drunk. Right. Which I think is fair. Right. But now um, that, that was a rule right. that was implemented in yeah. the, you know, in the marriage and it's, yes. it's on the list and it's been, you know, not, etched well, yeah. in stone. We had to go through that to find out that was not something that was acceptable. Right. And yeah. it's like, you know, for this person, you know, I'm done with the fight, whatever it was about. Now it's about the relationship. You, yeah. you, there's a that breakdown is is not about the you know you left the dishes in the sink, right? You know it's not about you know I didn't like it. It becomes about like if if someone argued with me in public, I would take that in. Whatever the argument was about, we would finish that, and then it would be about hey, we got to talk about how we that public thing. Yeah, like. If that's and some people they get off to that, like the arguing in public, the swearing at someone, yeah. the arguing in public. They, well, it's also just how they feel comfortable arguing. Arguing that's just right. like the, they're sometimes or they know the, that's going to get you. They know that makes you the most uncomfortable. Yeah, and I mean, I've I feel like it's arguing can be a very constructive thing, mm-hmm. or it can be a very very toxic thing, and I think a lot of that is like. I think a lot of people's arguing styles is the way that they saw their parents argue. Right. And like how that, you know what I mean? And what lines they wouldn't cross and how like, I mean, my parents used to argue in such like a petty, like mean way where they would just like say really mean things to each other that were like super below the belt and had nothing to do with it just to hurt each other. And I used to do that. Like when right. I was very young or when I was like in my, in college or something like that, like that's how I used to fight. Um, and I think you have to learn like the way that you see things, the way you're comfortable seeing people argue is not always correct. Right. I think I went the opposite. Like my parents would have it out mm-hmm. and I go, I'm, I'm like, you're like, don't, well, why? Cause you, I'm surprised because I feel like you see something that's like had out and then resolved and then like they're t- still together. So I, I don't know. I, um, I think sometimes I was put in the position of like, mediate you know oh you were involved okay not involved but like what do you think you know should we swear okay (laughs) like i would get asked a question like like this question to me is like something that like like i would get turned to a 10 oh like jared do you think it's okay to call your (laughs) your wife uh, a fucking bitch yeah i'd be like well we should really discuss (laughs) well that laid the groundwork for your your dating podcast hosting It, it makes more sense when i think about it you know that way um so, yeah, I, I yeah, when the, the argument styles too, that's like what brings you together with someone. Like, if you can do it right, right, that's, that's the thing. I think that if you can argue in a constructive way, mm. and I think it's weird to never argue too. I think that's also very weird. Uh, agreed. I, that, that's why I brought it up that I'm like, you know, I'm thinking of like I, I don't. I'm trying to. I'm not saying I'm like blameless. I'm, I'm sure there's someone out there. Yeah, Jared's. A, you know, said I to, told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> But I don't, it's just not my style. I can't imagine, I really can't imagine you having that kind of interaction. <laughs> I don't, with anyone I can't ever. imagine it either. But yeah. I, I, I just don't, um, 
Yeah, I remember one time. One time I got so mad and I did like the, I'll never forget. I did. I, I felt like I was like a like a husband in the 1950s. I go, I will not have this. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I, I did like one of those and I was like. Must have taken a bit ah, to get you there. It really got me. Yeah. It took so, a lot of like nudging. And then you're like, oh, dad's mad. And then I like literally was like, who am I? I, you know, hit under the bed. You know, like I I do remember having an outburst like that once and being like, what, what was that? You know, I can't believe I could get that. Yeah. I Um, mean, you must have, someone must have pushed you to your uh, breaking point. Right. Or whatever it was, but I. This shall not stand. (laughs) I just remember it was very like old man-ish. Yeah. I, the, like, what does this person do? Do you think they got they? I think they gotta like I think start the rules together. That is, I think you make it about you. I do not. I I um I do not allow people to speak to me like that. I understand even if you're saying um what is he saying? Well, I think especially in this email, what 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 I laughed at a little bit in the beginning is them writing to us being like, make the rule for us, and it's like, it's with about this, you. With this, right? Yeah. So that's important to acknowledge. Is like, listen. This is not what, acceptable for me. For me. Yes. Because when you do the, what you end up doing is like, oh, no one would do this. It's like, well, now you're kind of like pushing off the responsibility right. to these other like straw couples, you know, like you're, right. you're inventing straw men. So I think like the important part when you don't make these, when you make it about, hey, I, when I argue with you, yeah, if you call me a fucking C word. Um, th- that's like a that's unacceptable. Unacceptable. Yeah, I'm and here to fight with to you. I'm, that, here, I'm, I'm not going to right. right. I'm I, not going to be tolerating that. Right. I'm here to talk things out with you. We're not going to be happy with each other. That's okay. That's a relationship. But I'm also, you know, this isn't no holds barred. You know, <laughs> like uh, we there are rules in these matches. Yeah, and I have a standard for the way that I want to be speaking to. I find I find that language disrespectful. Right. In an argument. And if you were going to like, and I think that's her standard. And if he's so insistent after that, that he, that's the way that he argues, you're clearly not a match. Right. And he doesn't care yeah. to, to, to negotiate with you. Well, even yeah, if someone said to you, like when you, you know, let's say you leave the conversation, when you leave the conversation and we're fighting, I find that disrespectful. Right. You, I don't, that doesn't work for me. It would be me giving up on us if I kept doing it. Right. You wouldn't, that means you didn't care enough to, to, do right. things in a potentially more healthy way. Right, absolutely. Um, and I don't think J and J said mm-hmm. well, isn't is a good way. That's not a good way to right. go. We, we, we don't know what kind of fuck was said. <laughs> you know, like big old c word. Big old c word. Yeah, I think again, put it in terms of in in you terms and what your tolerance is for anything. You could do this about anything, anything, even something stupid. Like right. I, you know. I'm not eating at that restaurant. I don't like it. Right. It's not something that I, I it's just not something that I enjoy. Right. Um, any kind of boundary you want to draw is totally fine on your end. Again, you don't have to defend it. You could say, I find it disrespectful. I don't like it. I'm I'm not going to be spoken these to. These are the way. rules of the match. That's right. I'm uh, yeah. these are the rules of the match with me. Yeah. That's and I, it. I think it's very important to establish that kind of thing early on because I think if you let people speak to you like that in the beginning of a relationship, they only feel more comfortable speaking like that or worse right. to you the longer you get on into it. And if it keeps happening or if it's happening in, a, you know, in something that feels dangerous, tell friends and, yes. and family and stuff. I think like the community protects and also gives you 
perspective. So I think the hardest part about relationships is going, well, this is how we do it. And then you don't know whether that's good or bad because right, there's nothing you don't to compare see, it to. You don't see anyone else behind closed doors. So you're kind of like, maybe everyone's right. You know, calling each other a bitch all the time. Right. I, <laughs> big old C word would be a great hat. <laughs> have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just 98 dollars a month you get your choice of any six styles each month you choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. I'm an avid you up listener and was recently inspired to write in by a recent awkward sex. So let's jump right in. Jumping in. I was in my early 20s and was deep in the honeymoon phase with my boyfriend, a.k.a. less than six months in. We had just spent our longest time apart, 10 days. Whoa. Due to two <laughs> separate trips we both had been on, so our quote-unquote reunion was, of course, hot and heavy. My roommate at the time had just gone off to a party, so we had the apartment to ourselves. A rarity when you're 23. He arrived and we immediately got after it, moving clothing to the side and doing the deed right there against the kitchen table. 23-year-old kitchen table, not as sexy as, you know, Adult. Nora Ephraim. Yes. <laughs> Quaint countryside <laughs> table. Right. Yeah. You're clearing off like a plastic table that would be at yeah. like a, a, <laughs> like a like tailgate. Like the beer pong, right, the beer pong <laughs> things from it. It's Red not like restoration from, hardware. Right, exactly. the, this, uh, there's a picture being painted. 
One party and a few more sex acts later, we woke up hungover at my apartment to my roommate laughing loudly in the living room. Stumbling our way over, we see her in tears holding a note, snatching it out of her hand while she's doubling over. We read, hi, neighbors. I live across the courtyard. Next time, make sure to shut the blinds. Nice thrust, though. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course. We live in a large complex, which means this individual not only watched, but specifically counted out the number of apartments and walked a five-minute walk over just to deliver the note. We found this slightly embarrassing, but mostly hilarious. My then-boyfriend, proud of his thrusts, subsequently kept the note. Ooh. On, wow. our, on our Sunday episode, you'll see, you'll know that this is unheard of. For some people. Right. Well, if, I, if there was a note about my thrusts, I'm keeping keep that it, note. You keep yeah, it? Yeah, of course. Now I know where your priorities my, are. <laughs> I'm a sexual beast. Um, my then boyfriend, proud of his thrust, subsequently kept the note in the glove box for future laughs. The worst part is it's five years later. We just got married a few weeks ago, and his parents sold the truck along with the note to a family friend before we had time to secure it. Love thrust issues. Thrust issues is funny. Fantastic. Yeah. I, well, congratulations on the marriage. I know. You know, usually don't hear that. It also, it's funny that we sold the car. No, my fuck note. No, right. No, plus, I think without the context, it might make less sense. Although, probably still get it. Can you imagine opening the glove box of the car you just bought? I would think Good someone fucking. was like watching me. I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. It's only old. Fuck? It's like, an, it's what, how, how many years old is this? I mean, an old truck. Five years later. Okay. Well, we don't know how old the truck was then, you know. Could be, I just no, imagine I mean, like, the letter is five Oh, years the old. letter, yeah. yeah. What do you think of this? Um, I think it. I think it's weird that the person wrote the note. I think um, that that means they kept watching. It's the most hateable person in the world. Right, either look. Right. Or, look and look, shut up right. or don't look and tell the person. Right, or get angry. You know, your <laughs> you indifference. Well, I'm saying like... What's the if, point of telling them? It's already over. Right. Yeah. It's not like you were like, my children were in the courtyard. You know, right. like it's like... If you saw someone it, having sex through the window, you would just like ignore them. I, I remember I was like 10 years old. We woke up early for school or something. My dad was driving me to school. We walk out of the front of the house. It was like dark out still. Like it was that early. I had oh to like God. be somewhere. Yeah. Cross the street, the neighbor, the mom's just in the window. Naked? Naked. Naked as the eye could see. Did your dad say something? We both looked. We had a father-son moment. And what he's what did we were like, look at her titties. Did, <laughs> did you leave a note? No, yeah, well, <laughs> that's the thing. I was like, why would we say anything? I guess if you're listening next door now. 30 years later. <laughs> no, I just remember right. the windows were wide open. I'll never forget it. It was like a you know, it's the morning, but it's like dark still. Right. And their lights are on, and it was so early that I could understand why, you know. Yeah, go about your day. Yeah, and like, we moved her. on. Yeah. Good for her. We kind of did like yeah, a, be like you oh, write, I never saw it coming. It'd be like you guys writing her a note. Uh, you, by the way, could see you through the thing. Nice, nice breasts, right. by the way. Have a good day. <laughs> right, right. It's weird. Yeah. I think here's the rules for if you see someone through your window naked. You either, Masturbate immediately. Fine, and keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Right. Or don't look and tell them. I don't just even so know why know. I tell them. Just so you know. Like, let's say it's, I think you could tell them if it's like, 
if it's continuous and they might not know. Right. That, fine. If it's like you see every, you know, every night at 7 p.m. you see this woman, she might, she doesn't, maybe she's acting as though she doesn't realize that her blinds are open. Different then, story. Right. By the way, just so you know, like the blinds are open, we're not looking, but I just wanted you to, to know. Right. Fine. Maybe you're, maybe you're yeah. not aware. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But nice thrust though. That's what I'm saying. That's like the worst of both worlds. It's like you're yeah. creep. Creep. And you're like letting them know that you're trying right. to like and embarrass, you're embarrassing them. them. Yeah, it's fucked up. I didn't. I I saw. I had the same feeling because I saw mm -hmm. that. I was like, "What a piece of shit!" Like, and, and it's almost. A, and they, th what they're doing is like, th like the person who writes that note does nothing. They're a loser. They never fuck. They count. Yeah, they're counting the houses. This right. is like the most exciting sexual thing that's happened to them ever. Yes. And then they make you the crazy one because you fuck. Mm -hmm. And you're in college. How right. old are they? Uh, oh, maybe early early twenties. Okay, whatever. Fuck it on a beer pong table like you should. Exactly. Did You're just you, having a good time. Did you have a name? I had private parts. Like that. That's okay. good. Candace had Neighborhood Watch. Love that. Also good. I had, let me get to my notes. Who's that thrusting in the window? Oh, that's funny. I love that. Right? Yeah. And then I had to look up. You remember you remember that, that doggy in the window? Do you know it's not that? How no it's how much is that doggy in the window? Right. I didn't know. How much is that doggy dog in, in the, the window? window? Who's that thrusting in the window? The one with the waggly penis. <laughs> how who's that thrusting in the window? I do hope that penis comes. That was my rendition. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to make the extended cut of the... Um, nah, yeah. No, but it was great. I didn't realize how many lyrics there were to that song. Are there a lot? I really it's, only know the first couple stanzas. It's actually crazy. I, I I got into it a little bit. Is that like of a real singer or is it just it's like, like an old, old It's an old song. The, yeah. I, I looked it up. Um, Where did it originate? Um, I mean, the lyrics... What's that? Patty Page. Wow. 1953. If, because it, now that wouldn't fly. You'd be like, you'd have to, you know, you can't buy a dog from a dog, dog store. <laughs> right. Patty Page yeah. would be canceled uh, yeah. immediately. <laughs> How much is that dog? Not, better, better fucking keep walking. Right. Yeah. There's so many videos yeah. of comedians like talking about like a dog and then someone in the crowd being like, you got to rescue from a shelter. Yeah yeah. 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 They go crazy. Yeah. yeah. There's like a lot of those videos and it's just. I don't know. I'm not a dog. I don't Adopt, have a dog. own shop. <laughs> Is that what they say? I think so. I think that's You're right. Yeah. Jordan has learned all the suburban catchphrases. Basically, yeah. Right. I'm, I'm already caring. Look at me. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. Red flag or deal breaker? No, this is an yeah. unaffected. This is kind of hot. If you're 23, totally this is kind of hot. It's a little, the older you get, the more embarrassing it is. Right. Like, as it's your neighbor that also owns right. a, a and the 30 longer, year mortgage. The longer across you're the going to be living there. Yeah. Right. I guess my, my neighbor here, right. mortifying. My story's that I just told is more embarrassing for a <laughs> I mean, now you're 10. You see that woman all the time, all the time, every time. Hi. What do you think your mom would have done if she saw her? I don't know. I think she would have laughed. I don't know. Laughed or what? What? Whoa. I don't know. It is nice that I experienced it with my dad. Yeah. It's probably better. Right. We high fived. Okay, it's getting weirder. <laughs> it's, getting, it's getting weirder. It's okay. Let's do another email. Okay, let's do it. Dear J&J, &J, been with my boyfriend for six months. We're both 32. 
He's English and we both live in London. Love it. Cheerio. He's been in a couple of relationships before meeting me. The last one ended about a year before we met, whereas I was single and on my own for eight years before him. We met shortly after my mother passed away. As someone with an anxious attachment system, the timing was helpful because I didn't have the bandwidth to put up with the situationship. It was clear in what I, I was clear in what I wanted and we've been together pretty much since and it was so easy. My boyfriend has a secure attachment system and I've learned to become more trusting and secure by his side. But for the first time, I have the ability to wonder if the person I wanted to be with so badly actually makes me happy. In previous situations with men, I was so consumed by anxiety and being chosen that there was no space to ask myself what I want. But now there is and I'm finding it difficult. My boyfriend is handsome, smart, and supportive and does a lot of acts of service. He was there for me after my mother died. We have great sex and we laugh so much together. He walks my dog, cooks, helps me paint my flat, etc. We get along well and have been on holiday together and he's enthusiastic about our future and often references the life we'll live and things we'll do. At the same time, he is not romantic. He is very <gasps> conservative with money because he was saving to buy an apartment and we split everything. He has never taken me out for dinner, for example, and he only gets me flowers once from his mother's garden because I kept dropping hints from his mother's English garden. Wow. Right. It feels very Hugh Grant. For sure. They're like cheap Hugh Grant. Yeah. I buy gifts or send postcards <laughs> when I'm abroad and hope he'll mirror my behavior, but he hasn't. <laughs> That's a great reason to do things, though. Yeah, to only do things if they'll return. return yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> I do most of the planning and reminding him of things he said he'd do but hasn't. I'm the person who initiates any profound conversation about sex or feelings. And I also ask him a lot of questions about his past, his childhood, etc. But he doesn't seem particularly interested in mine. I've mentioned my <laughs> attachment challenges and scarcity mindset, but he's not curious. When I've said I'd like him to consider these things as they are important to me, he always commits to doing better, but nothing changes. I've also asked him how I can be better, but he says he's happy and loves me just the way I am. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, no. She's, it seems like she's asking a lot of stuff so she can give the uh, she can give her own opinion. Right. 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 She wants an exchange. Anything you need me, anything you need me to change? Right. <laughs> You're the best. Okay, do you want to ask about me, me now? Yeah. Should you change? Yeah. He also travels a lot for work, which I resent sometimes. Oh, I know you guys always say to own your standards, but I don't even know what mine are anymore and what to prioritize. I want to find someone for so long. I've wanted to find someone for so long, but now that I have them, I feel like something is missing and miss the mental piece of being alone. Okay. Did you also question things loads when you first started dating Mike Jordana? Is being in a relationship accepting that you can't have it all? Or do I need to admit that this isn't the right man for me, no matter how much I wish he could be? Thanks in advance. A secure but unsure batch. This is a really tough one. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's hard to say to the person. I mean, she even writes. You can tell just by the way people write things where they are at mentally. Mm hmm. Where I was single and on my own for eight years before him. That's what's saying. Like on my you, lonesome. Uh, right. Yeah. It's like you were single. Yeah. I was single for eight years. Yeah. Instead, it's single and on my own. That's how, to me, that one sentence tells me their whole worldview of Which what being single is. That Which you're is just alone. Great. Yeah. Like on my own. And it's like when you say it that way, I, I know that they've come a long way. And they finally have this relationship that finally doesn't make them feel anxious all the time. Or I I can understand why they're like would never leave it. You know, like right. Or they're they're finding it hard to to justify leaving it. Right. 
I don't know, because I look at this and I go, and, and also a lot of the things she describes about him are mm -hmm. very like common. Yeah. You know, guys that aren't romantic, guys that don't, that are just kind of simple. Yeah, this guy doesn't sound like a monster. No, he yeah, just he sound, sounds, he sounds like, like a good guy. Yeah. Um, but that's the problem too, because then other people minimize it mm -hmm. when you just might be unhappy. Right. Well, I think there's, it's kind of, this. Is, I don't think this is a black and white question of like break up with him or stay together with him. Right. I think that, you know, I've had my own, I've talked about this on the show of wanting, you know, Mike to be more romantic. I see a lot of my own like, mm -hmm. like a, you know, relationship things that I've worked on in here too. I thought of you when reading this email. I thought of myself when reading this email. <laughs> but I also, I thought yeah. of you and you seem different than this. Right. How so? I don't know. It didn't seem like you were saying these things while also unhappy. Right. You were like, I want to let her back. Mm -hmm. It was not nothing this guy does is, is right. right. Yeah. You know, like I, I. He doesn't make any effort. Yeah. Again, and that goes to the gray nature of this thing, because I was like, you know, and then you also have a partner that was like, I've heard you. Mm hmm. Let me give it a shot. Yeah. You but know? here's the thing, though. Like, he's not like he's what does she say? What are the, her complaints here? Um, he's not, not romantic. romantic. He conservative with money and he wants, you know, his, like a lot of these things are like, you have to say, this is who this person is, right? They could probably move on the spectrum a few points, right? right towards you. I think in the long run, yep. the more you're with someone, the more you get to know them, the more you, you know, what makes them tick, the more, if you care about them, you can change your ways to mm -hmm. an, ex to an extent, but he's never going to be the most romantic person. He's never going to be, it sounds like, the most happy with like spending money or doing any of those things. And that's okay, right? right? That's who he is. That's like, he can move a little bit, but that's generally who he is. She could find someone else who has these qualities, who is super romantic, who does, um, you know, take her out for dinner or gets her flowers from the store instead of his mom's garden, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. He might not have some other qualities that this guy has. Only she can know like how important like you're never going to well, find the perfect person. This, I do think there's an element of that. There's no one that you're going to meet where they're like, and the people who say that they have are fucking lying. Right. Like <laughs> they're lying or they're, or they're, or they're, they're living in a state where they are not, the, they're not self-aware enough about their own relationship to realize that like they've, they've, they've compromised or settled on some, some things, mm -hmm. you know, and that person will do the same for you. I have a, to I, an extent. I, I, I think that her biggest issue is making it about him. Mm hmm. She asks, she's like, you guys say to own your standard. Well, these things about him annoy me. And then again, what you said during the email is like a lot of the things she does are to get him to do things. Right. And that's, I don't think, going to get her answers. Like, I would ask her, what percentage of your day are you happy? That's, a, I mean, that's the number one. I think before you even start, get she starts getting into that, I would ask herself that for sure. But, yeah. but I mean, that that starts at me. Right. Not at, I don't get this thing. Because if you list out mm -hmm. all the things about someone that they don't do, you could make a pretty any, big list. Anyone could find a, a, that, I think, in any person that they're right. with at all. A list. If you're, if you're looking for the things that they're not doing, you could find a large list. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you look for the things they are doing, you can make a large list. You well, know, be, and, and those lists don't matter as much as like, what am I feeling? It, it feels mm -hmm. like she's looking for answers from other places other than having to look yeah. at herself. And there's a scary part about being like, how happy am I is going, I'm not happy. Right. And then I have to go to a place that I'm not really 
didn't really enjoy being either. So you have to wonder, like, are you ever happy? Yeah, I think they didn't like being single. They're sitting here in a relationship that they're like, this didn't fix it. You know, again, that might be cause for therapy. Some people like the game. Some people like the game. Right. She's losing that and getting boyfriend that's not really doing it for her. Stability in some ways. In in exchange for stability. Yeah. Right. And I do, I mean, I, again, I don't know her. I don't know what her background is. She talks about attachment a lot. Like there is a thing where like she might. I do think it's dangerous to think that you can get everything from everyone. And I think like if there's a lot of little things that bother you that the other person is not willing to work on, but it, it adds up to you being, like you said, unhappy overall versus thinking about all the things that the person is not doing versus thinking with someone once told me that actually as one of the best relationship ad- advice pieces of advice that they had gotten from someone. It's like, if you spend your time thinking about what's missing or what's wrong, you're going to have it with the same person. You're going to have a very different relationship with that same person. If you spend your time thinking about what they are doing mm. and like the, th- the ways that they are adding to your life, because you could come up, like you said, you could come up with a list for both people. So I think right. she, only she knows whether these are like big enough things that she doesn't feel like she can work on that are, and she's generally unhappy. But I do think that they all, they don't, none of them are screaming like, get the fuck away to me. And I think she's, she has to know like how important, she hasn't been in that many relationships maybe. She has to think how important are these things to me? And maybe they're more important than she realized and she should find someone else who can do it for her. But also maybe there is a sense of, um, there is no, no one is ever going to, be absolutely your match in every single way. Right. I guess I'm trying to think of like, what's some actionables, you know, that I would mm-hmm. want to do in this scenario. Like, I think like, well, I think it's like, what can, what can you live with? Right. So she says like, I would take each thing on its own. He's not romantic. That's a little too general. He's very conservative with money. Cause he's, he has never taken me out for dinner. So you have to think, right. Am I okay? Never getting taken out for dinner. Am I getting? Am I okay getting taken out for dinner once once a year? Well, how about this? Because I like that you zoned in on an actual thing that could be done. Like, right. not romantic. That's fucking fairy dust. You know, yeah. that doesn't not romantic. That's what I'm saying. That's different too vague. Ever, it's too vague. Uh, conservative money. That's also too vague. Money. Everyone sees money being spent in different ways and relates to it differently. Right. Why doesn't she just get angry about when's the we haven't gone to dinner? That's what I'm like, saying. It's more. She's not even actionable. allowing herself yeah. to be angry about it. You know well, what I mean? Well, she's not a lot. talking about the standard. Like the standard is like, if you honestly, if you bring it back to even the first question of cursing in a relationship, right. she could say something that matters a lot to me is feeling like I'm, you know, taken care of by being taken out to dinner. That's something I love. Is right. that something that you're able to do for me? Right. A few well, times or a the, few times a year. Right. Well, or even like, I want a date night once a week. Yeah. I want a date night once a week and. You know, that's what that's what makes me happy. You know, I I think like mm-hmm. she's a. Avo- it does sound like she's kind of avoiding an argument here. Well, she's because I understand why she's avoiding an argument because she's kind of like he's not really technically doing anything like antagonistic. Right, or but bad. that's not her problem. Right, she's allowed to be happy and unhappy. Yeah, and he's, you know, well, that's how you get what you want. Right. right. And and you go like, listen, I've been surprised in a relationship where someone's like, I'm fucking pissed. And I'm like, what? About what? And then they're like this. And I go, oh, <laughs> okay. Right. Good to know. Yeah. You know, this goes back to the first email. Very, 
you know, uh, is a very straight line in the first email because it's like, I think this is like the opposite thing. This is the passive, we don't have arguments couple. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Like she's got to bring it up. And sometimes it means more when the person, I think it means more when it's not in the person's nature and they do it. So what he, whatever he does that he's doing is like what he's generally good at. But, but the it, thing that he goes out of his way to do because it makes you happy actually shows that he gives a shit. But that's probably why they don't, like if I was to ask them, like what percentage of your time with them are you happy? Mm-hmm. They probably don't even know because they don't, get angry yeah. they don't they don't t- they're not tell fighting. them yeah. they're not fighting they're so just th- in their own head annoyed right yeah. so it's not even like they're still yeah they're judging this you know what should they do or not do all the time and it's mm-hmm. like if you were just like what the fuck we haven't gone on a date ever i'm right. mad fix it you know yeah. like uh i think and then he doesn't fix it you're gonna be unhappy more now you're going, now I you're, am unhappy. Now you're, now you're building a case. Right. Now yeah. you're going, I am unhappy. And like, I, I don't think this yeah. person's like feeling. Right. Like, but I also think like, again, like this, there to an extent you can change a person. You can get them to right. do what you want. He, right. If you want, right. if she looks in her mind and only she will know this, if she wants someone who's going to be like doting on her and always th- and really buying her gifts when they're away and doing all these things, like if she, that's important mm. to her. And that's okay if it's important to her. It's okay if she doesn't really care. If she thinks about it and she's like, I don't really care that much. If that's really important to her, then know that this guy is never going to be, you're never going to change him into being that person. You can move someone though, a little bit. I guess she's like, I guess her concern would be like, you know, I get rid of this guy. Right. And that person doesn't even exist. You know, they don't have an example. Well, the person person. is perfect in every way. They don't exist. Well, but if they were like, doting is my thing. I've I've realized that yeah. date night I gotta have someone that wants to yeah. go to dinner yeah. as much as I want to go to dinner. Right. And they're like they don't have the example just waiting well, in the wings. That's why they avoid well, it. But then she can also think maybe I meet that guy. The guy doting is his thing. He's obsessed with me. He's always bringing me little gifts from wherever mm-hmm. he is. He takes me to dinner all the time. He brings me flowers from a real flower store. <laughs> um, but the sex sucks. Right. Right. I'm not really that into. And he's in a ton of debt. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but I'm saying like, that's like, I remember talking to my own therapist about yeah. that. Like sometimes, cause that would be, cause I'd have my, you know, I wanted not knowing what a healthy relationship looked like, what to look for. And he was always like, you could find, you could, he's like, there's, of course you could find someone who writes you poems every morning that like, right. you know, that does all these things. Like the, like the person is out there. Mm-hmm. There are other, there might be other, there might be other things that you like about this person that another, that per- other person wouldn't have. So like only you can really know like what is, what you care about the most. Cause you, you really, I don't think the goal is to have everything cause no. you're never going to get that. Yeah. And it, it's like one of those time travel movies. Like the, it's like if I had gone this way and you're like, ah, oh, that's the way I should have gone. And then you find out like, right. an unra- you know, butterfly effect, a thousand other things are wrong. And you know, right. Well, I mean, the question is like at the core of it, what you said initially, are you really happy? Like obviously not all the time, but, the overall and the vast majority of the time as a percentage yeah and only again like you can feel that or because sometimes people do and i think a lot of women do this and i've done this too is you kind of just focus on like what's missing or the things that you see on instagram Mm -hmm. of other people doing things and you're kind of like well this person's husband bought them this or Mm -hmm. took them to this place and took them on this vacation or looks like whatever and you're kind of like and you invent this perfect relationship or it looks like online Mm -hmm. and then i do but i I do think that it is detrimental to just constantly think of like what needs to be improved right in the relationship because i think that 
most relationships have a lot if you really thought about it. Absolutely. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You ready to play some games? This week, we are playing Thirsty or Nah, sponsored by Stanley. The new Fast Flow bottle from Stanley is here to elevate your thirst-quenching game with its easy-carry handle, Aerolite featherweight technology for on-the-go transport and double-wall vacuum insulation to keep your water refreshingly cold for hours. The leak-proof fast-flow lid is designed for quick and easy hydration, making it perfect for studio and gym workouts, daily walks, and everything in between. So here's how we play, thirsty or not. We have a few scenarios from listeners for which we need to determine whether someone's being too thirsty. Meaning, are these dating moves over eager to the point of weird or nah? And could it lead to a relationship? So we're going to get into thirsty or not. I just want to take a look at this Stanley. This is beautiful. Beautiful. I just can't believe the product line that Stanley has. This one has a twist top. So you can drink it, you know. Amazing. Yeah, there's really an option. option. There's an option for anyone. Whatever you're, everyone has their own style. Absolutely. And Stanley's got it all. They have it all, and it's light. This one's light, but it comes in so many sizes and colors. Perfect. I mean, I just love it, and it—it's just—it just works. Such an incredible product. All the all of them. I just can't believe the product line, the the diversification, and they all do serve a different purpose. They do. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. They they send you song lyrics. Okay. My friend has just started exploring the dating world again after a divorce. She had a nice date with a guy from Hinge. The day was about four hours long. Dinner at a Mexican restaurant, decent conversation, and a kiss. Two days later, he sends her this YouTube link with lyrics from the song Beauty by Drew Hill. Lyrics include, I hope I can make you mine before another man steals your heart. And once your beauty is mine, I swear we will never be apart. 
She thought it was super thirsty and way, too, and way too much after one date. I thought, nah, probably just a song he likes. And he was on YouTube. What do you think? I think it was just a song he likes on YouTube. Did the song come up during the date? Did the YouTube come up on the yeah. date? Like, I, I have a lot I more feel, questions. I feel like it, there would have been some context for it, no? I think to send a Drew Hill song, I, I don't go into the lyrics as much as the 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 sound of it but if someone i don't think they're i don't i wouldn't pay attention to the lyrics of any song someone's sending me necessarily unless they were like the lyrics are us no no yeah yeah, yeah. no 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 <laughs> the I, lyrics I'm, are us is thirsty that's thirsty if here's here's the thirsty part yeah if music never came up and you're just like this song just hit me today and reminded thinking, me of and us reminded me of us that's yeah. a different story that's, than yeah that's a that's, that's a thirsty. thirsty um yeah but if it's if it's we talked about music, music right i have here's a, a song that i'm really liking these days that's a, that's nah. a nah right it's there's a context to this yeah if you just like the song we need to see the text i gotta see the text yeah and it's just i think when you're getting in the lyrics you've you've gone the step farther than probably they have agreed want to do another right, let's do another one they offer to be your friend's wingman so they can hang out with you. This guy I'm seeing wanted to hang out, but I was already with a friend when he texted me and I obviously wasn't going to ditch her. Instead of taking my hanging out with a friend as a no, he offered to find a guy for my friend and pay for our Uber to come see them. <laughs> okay. It's going to be a thirsty for me. That's pretty thirsty. Yeah. yeah, yeah this it's guy. Like, how bad do you need to have sex? Right. So like, like, also, how bad do you need this hangout? Yeah. Like, do you have, right. we, we can find other days of the week. Why right. tonight? Why, right now. It's like, why you need this? So, and we have said this before. Anytime you need something like that bad, it's like weird. It's not Especially even about this person. In the beginning. Yeah. You're like, why do you have to, like, if someone was like, I need tonight to be our date, I'll bring a friend, I'll make sure it happens. You're like, what what do you what 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 are you trying to steal my identity? <laughs> that would be yeah. my first thought. Right. Like why do you need me in this place at this it's, time? Right. It's not trustworthy to want to hang out with someone you don't know so badly. This is like the definition of thirsty. Like yeah. relax. And I'll pay for the when someone goes, and I'll pay for the Uber. Whenever no, that happens, yeah. you're in Thirsty Town. You you are right. on the Sahara. Des despy. Very despy. Thirsty. Okay. Let's do one more. You ready? All right. They write it. you a love letter. Uh-oh. This is right up Jordana's alley. This guy I had only gone on a few dates with decided to go the old-fashioned route and put pen to paper when it came to his feelings. He wrote me a love letter, and maybe it could have been sweet in theory, but his handwriting and spelling was so bad, and it was three pages front and back. Instant turnoff from the person. But three pages front and back. What? What could you have to say? Even for me, a person who loves handwritten yeah, notes. Yeah, you do. It would. It would be a. Um, it would be very thirsty. Right. Too thirsty for me. And here's why. Not under one. The spelling is not the spelling thing. Not great. If you're mm. going to be writing the whole th check a few words. Right. Um, write it into your notes app right. and then write it. Yes, or Microsoft Word and then amateur. Copy it. Yeah, that's what Mike does. Um, <laughs> That's the first thing. Right. Secondly, three dates, not enough. Every every date gets a one-page handwritten. What is this, The no. Bachelor? Right. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. Three dates. Here's the most you can do that's sweet. Um, post-it. A little post-it. Yeah, you get that much room. Yes. That's how much you can write. Yes. That, that Three dates, one post-it. Longer post than a post-it, you need to wait until you are exclusive. Absolutely. Yes. It just and and at that point the post it is like just really enjoying our time together. 
And yeah. you would have to be on the same have a great page. Day. Have a great day. Right. Leave it on the fridge. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the, the post it if we gotta add that to the rules that we have on this podcast. I agree. A lot of, a lot of thirsty scenarios this yeah. week. Very thirsty. It's summertime. People are really needing their Stanleys. They are. I mean, I I love I've been like hoping that we've gotten these for so long because there are very few things that have this much water that can last you an entire recording. We spend a lot of time in here recording. So I love yes. my Stanley. I have several of them. They're I, incredible. You're right. You're During when now. we tape, I'm all in. Right? Usually I'm like, oh, I need a refill. It's such, It really interrupts the flow. And no pun intended. Stay, <laughs> they stay cold. Yes. Equally important. Boom. Both stylish and functional, Stanley's new Fast Flow is here and ready to help you unleash your thirst-quenching potential. The new leak-proof Fast Flow lid with an angled, wide mouth design makes drinking your water even easier. Instant hydration, anyone? Plus, the drink cap makes pouring and drinking fast and easy. Just snap the cap into the handle's integrated holder while you drink. Perfect for your daily walks and workouts, with four sizes to choose from. Plus, it comes in a variety of bright and fresh colors like citron and alpine. I love this purple. So beautiful. Great looking purple. Vibrant. Love it. So there is something for everyone. Never look or be thirsty again, thanks to Stanley. And you can try the Stanley Fast Flow for yourself by visiting stanley1913.com. Well, we solved dating again. I'm going to go stay hydrated. Stay hydrated it's hot out all there, the folks. time. We love our Stanleys. Yes. Hands off. Hands off. We're Listen, taking all of these. We, we love Stanley and we... Love doing that. I love doing this podcast. It's a, it's, it's the, the greatest pleasure, and I want everyone to go watch the special and enjoy. And uh, we'll be back on Sunday with a very special guest. Bye. The You Up podcast is produced by Jorge Morales Pico, Sean Kilby, and Candice Maniga. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico and Shannon Sassone. Social media by Candice Maniga. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at u.up.podcast on Instagram and send us your emails to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.